Hospitals and health organizations today face so many challenges, and many of those affect the bottom line. One presiding factor in all of this is how patients feel about their level of service, and that's why it's critical to talk about the patient experience. I welcome Mary Emily Wood to again to this podcast, my coworker, friend, confidant, everything at work. We we share a lot of uh, actually a lot of duties together. And Mary Emily, you have made, I guess I want to say, tremendous strides in corporate culture at PRC. And the reason we're talking about it today as it flows to patient experience is healthcare providers must bottom line highlighted red ink they must develop a right culture and it's not necessarily just in a department but it is in company wide so I want you to tell us because it is so amazing what's happened in air surroundings, what the, what you have done, and where you want to go with this in 2020. Gosh, John, first off, thank you for having me back, and thank you for all the kind words. I, I am simply part of a fantastic team that seeks to improve the lives of our employees while they are at work. Yes. You know, and transforming yourself can transform the entire corporation, and I'm I'm blessed to have been a part of that change. And, you know, it starts with the mindset, the mindset that, you know, employees, they are in need. And what are they in need of? They can be in need of a smile, you know, a hug, a pat on the back, an encouraging word. And as those ripples, so if you drop a pebble into a pond, the ripples don't stop until they reach a break. Yeah. And I have sought to eliminate the breaks. You know, we can continue the ripples of positivity. And it all begins with one. And I feel so flattered. I can't I can't even explain how flattered I am that you think I am the one, but it's really a group effort. It is a team effort and some days it's an uphill battle to find the positivity and to continue to encourage employees, but other days it comes so easily and freely because of those ripples. Yeah. You know, because a smile begets a smile and it just, it all flows so beautifully. But yeah, it was it was a hard, a hard pitch in the beginning to get everybody on board to understand how important it is. Right. But, you know, when I have people coming to me saying, hey, you know, morale is down today. What can we do? And it's something as simple as running out and getting some donuts for everybody. Exactly. Turns the day around it so does. fast. And it has such a minimal impact on a corporation's bottom line. Yeah. You know, it, it just all starts with one and one that's all it takes is a smile, a warm a warm presence. You know, if you don't have a smile and you just don't walk around with your arms folded, have open body language. Yeah. You know, greet people. Yeah. It's I like to think that that's how I choose to live my life personally, so it's really a blessing that I've been able to bring that into my professional life. Yeah. 
and that I've had such a supportive executive team say, yes, that sounds great. Take it and do with it what you think is best. So would you say there's anything, anything you regret not doing? Any mistakes you think? No, that- because I firmly believe you have successes and you have lessons. There are no failures. That's right. So have there been, you know, ideas and events that didn't go over as well as I thought they would? Sure. But that was a lesson. That was not a regret or a mistake. That I was, like that. Yeah, that was simply a lesson I took into planning the next one. Yeah. Say, oh, you know what? They prefer X over Y. Now I know. Yeah. You know, because you're not going to hit a home run every time. Yeah. But, you know, you can step up to bat every single time. Yeah. With intent. Yeah. Well, you know, that reminds me of a story. Being on the plan planning committee for the uh, North Carolina HFMA Health Insurance Institute, we decided uh, this year to provide maybe a different menu at lunch. Sure. We did. All right. How did it go? And it was more of a more of Chinese food. It, I can say it wasn't a failure. It was a lesson. But we got back. Yes, it was a lesson. Yep. We started serving fried chicken and mashed potatoes and hadn't had a complaint since. That was a lesson. Know your audience. Absolutely. Yes. Know your workforce. Yeah, yeah. Know your workforce. Yep. Uh, what kind of uh, plans do you have for 2020? Well, in the words of my friend John D. Cook, we oh. are going to bust it wide open. (laughs) You know, we have a fantastic committee in-house called the BCNC by Change Not Chance Committee, and that group rolls over every July. So as, you know, the current committee wraps up their tenure, they've got some lunch and learns planned. We have some volunteer opportunities planned, you know, and we have a significant employee need that we're working with And it's been an opportunity for the entire company to rally around this employee, which has been fantastic, and really put all the positive energy they can muster into the healing of this employee. And it's been a great opportunity for us to shift the original plan we had at the beginning of the BCNC year back in July to shift into really what our cornerstone is, our our cornerstone, and that is helping meeting the needs where they are. Yeah. So we were able to shift our focus, meet the need where it is, and, you know, the ideas just keep coming because everybody on that committee, and you've heard me talk about a heart song. I have. It's not an agenda. It is their heart song. It's not something they're tasked to do. It's something they live to do. They want to do it, yes. Yes, they do. And And they look forward to it. And we have waiting lines and wait lists of people that want to volunteer and want to get out in the community, and that speaks to our organization as a whole. Yeah, Maybe they just want to get out of the office some days. But well, of I think course, we all do. Of course. But I think it really is they want to make an impact. And we are providing them the opportunity to make an impact. Yes. And they love it. Yeah. Give them what they love. It's, you know, I've, I touched on our previous podcast about people will teach you how to treat them. They will tell you what they need, even if it doesn't come out of their mouth. They will show you what they need. And it's really about quieting your mind and opening your heart for that heart song. Do you think it's hard to get trust? Of course. Yeah. I think it's harder to get it once you've lost it. Uh Uh-huh. 
So I think if you set realistic expectations, I think if you are transparent as possible, I understand full transparency isn't always appropriate or possible, Yeah. but if you are transparent as possible and if you are consistent, consistency builds credibility. Yes. And I must say that again, John, because so many corporations start like firecrackers and fizzle out like a sparkler. Right. If you set the firecracker precedent, precedent, be prepared to run like a firecracker. Yeah. yeah. Don't fizzle like a sparkler. Yeah. And keep that fire burning. Yes. I mean, keep it burning. Keep and it going. Keep the fire hot. Stoke it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, it won't run on its own. You've, no. got to, you've got to fuel your own fire. It will die down, and it we will. as people will die down. So the cure to that is keep it burning. That's right. But I truly believe if you're doing what you love, and I truly, truly am, it will not fizzle. You will only reignite yourself anytime you see what you're doing have an impact. Well, I, um, after several years with the company and taken on a new role. And we are so happy. Thank you. To have you transition because it's it really is a role that's developed out of your rapport and your relationship with yeah. all of our employees. Yeah. And I, w- I will be corporate chaplain. Mm. Chaplain John. And one of my good friends uh, actually texted me last night. Uh, my church is going to actually commission me for this role. And it gave me goosebumps Yeah, when you told me. And he he texted back and said, oh my gosh, if you're a preacher, you can't do this, this, and this. <laughs> and I said, I'm not a preacher. No. I am a chaplain. A caregiver. A caregiver. Yes. And um, just because... You're a chaplain doesn't mean you're a Billy Graham or a famous speaker. You are there to care for people and whatever their need is. That's right. Most likely, it will be a spiritual problem or a spiritual issue, but that encompasses so many things. Of course it does. It may be a person dealing with grief, mm-hmm. loss. And I think the most important thing is to be present. Always. Present. Presence will be the word on that. So I am very much looking forward to to taking on that role. It's going to be a lot of fun. As we say, heart song. Yes. You know, I said um, in the other pro- the podcast preceding this that I was uh, always wanted to work in a hospital. Well, I'll be honest with you. I have wrestled with ministry options for a long time now. And uh, it just, it fell into place, and it's so beautiful. So I am looking forward to that. And to, again, make the fire 
burn at work. Yes. To um, to make the culture good to to do things for people. That's what it's all about. That's right. And I'm very honored at that, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, PRC has had a, a chaplaincy program in place for years. Yes. And it really, when you came to me and told me about your transition, it felt so natural. Because now you really don't have to choose between health care and being in some sort of ministry. Yeah. Because you've always been a minister to the yeah. employees on some exactly. level. You haven't ministered spiritual guidance. but. Right. You've always been, you know, the cheerleader, the morale booster. You know, you come to the office and you're shouting yes. And, you know, you're getting everybody fired up and you're stoking their fires. But now you get to do it on a spiritual level. Right. And you and I spoke about inclusion. And I want to challenge you to make sure that you are being inclusive and you are making sure that everybody feels welcomed. Yes. Yes. Because that's what chaplaincy is all about. It's yes. not necessarily about a singular message. Yes. It's about a comprehensive message of support yes. and care. Yes. I'm and, so excited for you. And understanding. Yes. And not acting floored or shocked because a person's going through something. We all go through things. Yes, you know? we do. We all have difficulties and we all have... Um, situations that maybe we need support on or maybe we just need to bear it ourselves but people around us be understanding that we're bearing yeah it ourselves yeah, yeah. because you know it doesn't mean that everybody's going to share everything with you they may just say you know what john i'm struggling with some hard stuff right now i could use some support in my struggle mm-hmm. not i could use some support in dealing with x yeah. i could just use support support in my struggle. my struggle yeah i know you're going to be great at it thank you so what do you got new in 2020? Mm. You know, as we continue to expand and grow, I look forward to taking what we have developed and organized at PRC and spreading it to all the new employees. You know, one of the things that we've started doing is in our new hire classes, we talk about our culture. We talk about the BCNC committee. Yeah, yeah. You know, the BCNC committee goes out of its way to welcome the new employees. You know, we we talk about the culture committee. We make sure that they feel welcomed, you know, several different ways. And, you know, in addition to the new hires, you know, the old veterans, we want to make sure that they're being recognized also because it's not just the new class we want to get in. Sure. We want to make sure that the people who have been there, we've had a 15-year uh, anniversary celebration this week for somebody. 15 years. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. It you know, is. it's quite a career. And for somebody who is not necessarily middle aged, it's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. And, you know, I look forward to continuing to develop new ideas, you know, listening to podcasts of other people. It's who, fun. Yeah. It is. You know, corporate culture is, it's not a buzzword right now, but it's very popular. Yeah. And so I, you know, I pretend I'm a sponge and I like to soak up all these great ideas and I see what, you know, some of our clients are doing or some of our clients ask us what we're doing. You know, right now we're working with a client right. to plan something for the employees that work on their accounts. One of our larger healthcare clients, yeah. they came to us and said, hey, we want to do something special to recognize this accomplishment. What can we do? Yeah. Culture committee was on it. We said, this is what we need to do at X, Y, and Z. And they were all over and they said, yes. And in fact... 
couple of them are flying in from Florida for it. Heck yeah. So that's that's really the true partnership that's going to show our employees that we're not just an agency with clients. We're partners. Yes. And our employees need to know that their managers are their partners. Yeah. The managers need to know that the executives are their partners. Yeah. Because that is what creates that inclusivity. Everybody knowing that we're all working together yeah. to create a common goal. Yeah. We all matter. Every piece of the puzzle is integral. You know, our church uh, has a part of their, uh, I guess you would say their mission statement or mm-hmm. whatever is uh, that everyone matters. Of course. It's true. That's some pretty strong words, but everyone matters. And it's so, the truth. You know, every person inside of our office carries not equal weight of the corporation, but without one person, you know, think about a three-legged stool. Yeah. Without one of those legs, you're never going to balance. Right, right. You know, or a four-legged stool as I'm staring at one right here. You know, every leg matters. I would encourage healthcare providers to reach out to us and talk to us about culture. Absolutely. I would love to speak to anybody, and, you know, any uh, of our clients or non-clients yeah. about how they can start to implement an inclusive culture and a, a better corporate culture system-wide. Yeah, yeah. And The first step is the hardest. And then all that happens is what you produce becomes excellent. It's all about the ripples. It's about the ripples. It's about the patient experience. That's right. It's about the patient knowing that they're important. Absolutely. They matter. That's right. And, you know, the healthcare providers have that opportunity to not only impact their corporation, but their health system right. system wide. Yeah. Because, you know, happy employees will provide better service. Yes. And an excellent patient yes. experience. Hey, thank you for being here thank today. You, John. We will uh, look forward uh, to being here several times this year. And I guess once again together later on in the year. We just don't know. but Can't wait. Thank you for being here. Thank you, John. See ya. Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.